Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, December 12th, and this is for the week of December 12th through the 17th. Happy holidays from everyone here at Something About Astrology. <laughs> everyone would be me, Elmi, and our cat, Pin. Yep. We hope you're having a joyous, or at the very least, an acceptable holiday season. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we also hope you made it through the recent eclipses okay. You know, we had a lunar eclipse back on November 19th mm. and a solar eclipse on December 4th. The eclipses might have brought some shakeups and unexpected changes to your world, or at the very least, they could have made you feel a bit unbalanced and out of sorts. Mm -hmm. Speaking of feeling a bit unbalanced and out of sorts, Neptune squared the sun late lat... Uh, yeah, there you go. That's Neptune squaring the sun. You can barely talk. <laughs> Neptune squared the sun late last night, and that happens about twice a year, and we could potentially be feeling a bit groggy today because of that. Mm. Uh, Neptune can cloud our thoughts a bit, and we might not have the drive we normally have. Mm. However, the planet Mars is not groggy at all. Mars is quite revved up today as it is at 29 degrees Scorpio. And when Mars is at 29 degrees Scorpio, that is a very edgy placement for an already edgy planet. So while we might be feeling groggy from the Neptune hangover, we might be feeling pretty fired up at the same time since Mars is so fired up. So uh, definitely some conflicting energy today. And the moon is now in Aries, further adding to the Mars influence since Mars is the ruling planet of Aries. And when the moon is in Aries, we often find ourselves engaged in physical activities or wanting to engage in physical activities. If we're not normally someone who jogs, we might feel the need to get out there and go for a run. We might be more inclined to do a workout video when the moon is in Aries. At the same time, though, the Neptune square might be telling us just to eat a bunch of chocolate and take mm -hmm. a bath and take a nap. But whether you're resting today or doing something more active, there's going to be a good chance that whatever you're doing, you're doing it aggressively. <laughs> but uh, the moon today, and the moon, of course, is our collective mood. The moon, which is in Aries, is just kind of hanging out for now. The moon formed its last aspect around 9 a.m. Pacific today when it formed a nice sextile with Saturn. And we don't have any other planetary aspects for the rest of the day, which is Sunday. Uh, Monday, though, should be much more active. Monday, December 13th, around 2 a.m. Pacific time, Mars will be leaving the sign of Scorpio for Sagittarius. Mm. The most aggressive planet the Zodiac has to offer will make its way into one of the more unusual signs the Zodiac has to offer, the wonderful sign of Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. And Mars will remain in Sagittarius until January 24th, 2022. Ooh. Yeah, while Mars was in Scorpio, and it had been in Scorpio since October 30th, with Mars and Scorpio, our interactions with others might have taken on a slightly more serious tone, maybe even a suspicious tone at times. The tasks that we had on our plate during this time might have been a bit heavy, 
There might have been some big decisions we were weighing. There might have been a need to investigate certain things to make sure we were working with the best information. And you might have noticed that there might have been some heaviness, whether it was real or imagined, in dealing with others. Mm. Now that Mars is moving into Sagittarius, we might feel more inclined to move forward with certain projects. We might feel like taking some risks, taking some chances. Mars in Sagittarius could fill any of us with some renewed hope and optimism. Sagittarius isn't afraid of a little adventure. While Mars was in Scorpio, we might have been sort of planning and strategizing. And now that it'll, it'll be in Sagittarius, we're ready to blaze some new trails. And yes, we're maybe more open to making some mistakes. Maybe we're going to take ourselves a little less seriously and be able to laugh at ourselves a little bit. But I think the big transition, whenever a planet moves from Scorpio to Sagittarius, and in this case, it's Mars, it's, it's learning to let go mm. and be open to new paths and new adventures. Pluto rules Scorpio, and Pluto is the planet that, among other things, we associate with death and the other inevitabilities that life has to offer. So when a planet is moving through Scorpio, there is potential we could deal with some loss, some forced changes. And then when that planet heads into Sagittarius, we say, well, that happened, but I survived it. I'm still here. Now, what else does life have to offer? And Mars and Sagittarius is going to show us all kinds of things that life has to offer, maybe even too many things. But while Mars is in Sagittarius, I'd say it's a good idea to be open to a variety of different experiences, whatever they might be. And then when Mars eventually moves into Capricorn in late January, at that point you can decide which of those experiences you want to continue to work with and which ones you want to let go. But in the meantime, I'd say just enjoy the ride. And with Mars leaving Scorpio for Sagittarius, that's going to do it for planets being in Scorpio for a while. Now, fortunately, we do have a Scorpio with us today <laughs> to keep the Scorpio vibe going. As I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. She was born October 24th. She's yeah. been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask her a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Almy, thank you, as always, for joining us. <laughs> and sure. I think what I wanted to ask you this week is, as a Scorpio, what are your thoughts on the new Sex in the City reboot, which is called And Just Like oh. That? And just like that, I stopped watching. <laughs> Those are my thoughts. Uh, seriously, I I was very disappointed. It It's not the same show, which I should have realized given that they gave it a new title. It's not just that Kim Cattrall isn't there playing Samantha. It has a totally different feel. It's really more a continuation of the Sex and the City movies than it is of the show. I don't know if I want to totally spoil it because I understand if people haven't watched it yet. They dropped two episodes on Thursday night on HBO Max. So I'm not going to say anything just in case you're listening and haven't gotten around to watching it. I will say as a hardcore fan of the show and of all of its characters, not just the four main gals, but the supporting characters, I was very, very disappointed by what I saw. I thought it was just a total left turn from what the show was. If you're expecting the Sex and the City that you loved that was fun and lighthearted and thought-provoking, and occasionally dramatic, but not overly so, just the right amount. That is not what this is. This has none of that playfulness. It does not hit the right tone. 
it hits a very bizarre tone and it's just not the show that I liked. I have not been this mad at a TV show since Lost. It is really, really kind of devastating if you were a fan of this series, which I was. And I honestly, I don't think I can watch anymore. I, I can't even watch. I was rewatching, and you were watching some of it with me. We were doing mm -hmm. a rewatch of the original series. And I don't even think I can get back to doing that, knowing like what happens and what they do in this series to each and every character. So I was not, and you know, this is a Scorpio's opinion. I think sometimes Scorpio can uh, be intense. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm being a bit intense about this TV show, but if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, now you know that I love TV. I have such a respect for television writers and for crafting a television show that is both entertaining and thought-provoking, which Sex and the City used to be, and none of that is in And Just Like That. So I am disappointed, and that's my review as a Scorpio and as a fan. Yeah, so I guess it's safe to say that the show went in a direction that you were not expecting. I Okay, to be fair, I did kind of expect this because... I read certain things about if they were going to do a third movie, here is what they would do. And it became very clear to me as I was watching that they just took the ideas for the third movie and made it into this. So part of that was on me. I did kind of expect some of these things, but it wasn't until the end of the episode where you're fully hit by everything that they did. By that point, it's too late. You've already watched it. And then I watched the second episode as well, just because by that point, I'm like, well, I'm in it. And I think that's going to be it for me. Okay. But as a Sagittarius, even yeah. though this is the Ask a Scorpio segment. No, I'd love to know. I still predict that you will finish the entire season of And Just Like That. Honestly, I don't know that I can. You know me. I don't like to give up on TV. Mm -hmm. I am a, in a TV aficionado. But this was so almost offensive to me in the sense that if you grew up watching these characters, I mean, the original Sex and the City, I think, changed my life in some profound ways. It made me want to be a writer. It's, I think, why I started blogging. I People used to call me the Carrie Bradshaw of blogging, which I thought was just the ultimate compliment. I moved to New York to go to school there. I don't know that I would have done that if I hadn't seen Sex and the City and had this idea of what a glamorous New York writer does. So for me, this is like weirdly personal and to see what they've done to it. And it's not only that, but it is just so incredibly depressing. The leads are in their 50s now, but the show treats them like they're in their 80s. And that's also depressing because I think that when you're a 50-something woman, you still have an incredible life ahead of you and you're still full of vitality. And you see um, Olivia Benson on SVU. She's in her 50s and not every episode makes her feel bad about it. Like she's still capable of doing her job and living her life and being a sexy, amazing woman. And for some reason, they don't want to do that to these characters. Like every single thing they go through is a bummer. They don't stop talking about their age there's just ham-fisted jokes about it that aren't funny, that are just kind of cringe. So honestly, I don't think I'll keep watching. I was I was really that disappointed. And it's too depressing, and I don't want to see them do that to these characters. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, there seems to be a theme. And granted, we're going through a very unusual time as, as the, the human race. 
And there seems to be a lot of heaviness in TV shows, too. And it seems like now more than ever, if anything, people want lightness and escapism with TV shows, whereas TV shows are kind of coming at, well, it is such an an intense political time. We want to bring that to the stories to kind of reflect what's going on. There also seems to be this segment of people who are just like, hey, can we just like forget about life just for like a half hour here? (laughs) I just don't understand that direction. I think you're right. And... I don't know when they started filming this reboot. I I know it was still kind of during COVID towards the end of that. But if you saw how Ted Lasso pretty much swept the Emmys, I think you should have been able to read the temperature and realize that people do want to watch fun things that make them feel good. It doesn't mean that you can't have complex characters or complex storylines or make things interesting. It just means like you don't need to depress people, especially when this show was a comedy. So I don't know. I don't know if they didn't get the Ted Lasso memo. I don't know if it was too late by the time they started it. But there is this bizarre trend of reviving TV shows and making them completely different from what they were and making them sort of cinematic and artsy and depressing. And that's not what anybody wants. It would be like if they brought friends back and gave each of them some sort of debilitating issue and like took away the laugh track. It was just completely devoid of joy. Didn't you sense that? I think so. I think so. And it's clear that we're dealing with a lot of stuff over here. It's something about astrology in terms of um, our expectations of uh, what's it called <laughs> and just like that. Um, no, but you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a very different tone from what people expected. But final question as a Scorpio. Yes. How do you feel about Mars being at 29 degrees Scorpio today? Are you feeling especially amped and fired up, especially for a Sunday? Honestly, no, because Sundays are my day to be chill and relaxed. Really, the only fired up moment I've been all day is talking about and just like that. Yeah. So I don't know if I feel fired up in the sense of like, let's run outside and do jumping jacks. But I don't know. I guess I feel invigorated in the sense that it's Sunday and I can relax and do whatever I want. So if that's what you're asking, then yes. Hmm. But yeah. So anyway, that was my tangent. I'm sorry to anyone listening who just doesn't care about this. But that is my review. And if you're anything like me, I would honestly caution you not to watch it. I think that it might kind of ruin the whole thing for you. Gotcha. Well, that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Thank you, Almy, as always, for sharing. And, um, yeah, you know, there's a lot of... There's a lot going on in December, and you know I'm trying to condense this into something. I guess I'll at least try to start with Monday and Tuesday. But as I mentioned, Monday, uh, Mars is changing signs. So whenever Mars is changing signs, people can be a little bit edgy, uh, that kind of stuff. There can be a little more friction out there. And not only that, but Mercury is also changing signs on Monday. And when Mercury is changing signs, that can affect our communications. We don't maybe communicate as clearly as we do the words that we have at our disposal for whatever reason aren't there in that moment when we need them maybe, whenever Mercury is at zero degrees. So Monday and Tuesday, there can be a lot of potential for just misunderstandings, things getting a little bit out of control, uh, that kind of thing. So watch out for that if you can. Um, Looking ahead, uh, also this coming week, we're moving towards a full moon. There's going to be a full moon on Saturday, Mm. December 18th. So if anything, you know, the energy in the air is already going to be heightened from the full moon. And then Mars and Mercury, which are two planets that we really do depend on quite a bit uh, to get through life and to, uh, for just society in general to continue to operate as, as hopefully as smoothly as possible. But Mars and Mercury are going to be afflicted. There's just no way getting around it for the next uh, few days for the beginning of this upcoming mm-hmm 
week. So with already a tense time in the air, um, this is not going to help. Um, and then the other thing to keep in mind is that Venus, the planet Venus, which is the planet that usually helps us out to smooth things over and bring a little grace and elegance to things. Mm -hmm. Venus itself is about to go retrograde on Sunday, December 19th. And actually Venus has already been, you know, getting ready to go retrograde. So again, if it feels like things out there are a little chippy, a little edgy, that could be a part of it, too, because Venus just uh, isn't functioning at its usual strength. Uh, also, Venus is currently conjunct with Pluto. Venus and Pluto, I believe, are both at 25 degrees right now. So anytime Venus is dancing with Pluto, that also is going to cast a bit of a shadow on things. And it's going to maybe force us to uh, reevaluate certain relationships, uh, certain friendships, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, it's just one of those tough times because Pluto is that planet that's going to want to eliminate things from your life that no longer work and that are not serving you. So when it's doing that with Venus, that usually means it's going to come in the areas of relationships and also money, perhaps. Um, So watch out for that as well. And then, uh, again, I'm getting ahead of this particular week just because there's so much action coming up on the horizon. Uh, I just want to make people aware of um, Chiron, the um, uh, asteroid Chiron, is going to be going direct on Sunday, December 19th. And that can also make us feel a little sad. Uh, Chiron is not the happiest thing. That's the part in our chart where we have some um, sadness and some wounds that we need to work on in this life. Um, So with Chiron going direct on December 19th, some of those things could maybe come to a head as well. And the moon's going to be in Cancer on Sunday, December 19th. So we will also be especially um, emotional, perhaps, or, or feeling more than we normally feel, at least. And anything involving cancer is usually going to involve the family as well. So there could be some very sensitive matters around family dynamics coming up uh, also, just in time for the holidays. (laughs) And then another big one that astrologers are keeping their eye on is the upcoming Uranus-Saturn square. Mm. And that's going to be on Christmas Eve. It's going to be December 24th. And this is going to be the third Uranus-Saturn square of 2021. And it's another pressure point for the big changes that we're going through collectively. Um, Uranus versus Saturn, that's pitting change versus convention. It's pitting, you know, youth versus older people. It's pitting the establishment versus the future. So all those kind of power struggles are coming up as well, um, just in time for the holidays. So the month of December, in a nutshell, is it's going to be a bit of a roller coaster. There's a lot going on. And we're also in Sagittarius, a Sagittarius energy, which I love. I'm used to working with it. I am a Sagittarius, but it can also mm-hmm. exaggerate things. There can be a little bit too much exuberance, so it can be a little hard to settle down. We might say things um, uh, off the cuff. Uh, Sagittarius has has that tendency to mm-hmm. speak before thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, I'm definitely guilty of that. Um, so yeah, are you, you? I feel like you're actually very thoughtful with how you speak. I try to be. I mean, I do have Mercury and Capricorn, so yeah. that's that's the thing oh, okay. <laughs> that tries to you know whenever I have the thought in my head that Mercury and Capricorn kind of gets in the way to kind of filter it a little bit before okay. the words leave my mouth. But uh, everyone's going to be struggling a little bit with communication this week because, again, Mercury's uh, changing signs. Mars okay. is changing signs. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just going to be a little tricky to figure out what kind of uh, information we're receiving. Is it the best information? 
And as always, there's going to be some potential for people to take things the wrong way, too, okay. uh, with this energy. Fair enough. Um, but anyway, that's kind of what we're looking at for the next couple of weeks. And I also wanted to mention, I'm going to be going live with Emily Churchill on her Instagram channel. That's uh, going to be this Thursday, December 16th. I'll be going live with Emily Churchill on her Instagram channel, Let's Heal This Shit. Uh, so tune in Thursday, December 16th at 6 p.m. Pacific. We'll be talking about Sagittarius season. Almy was on her show, uh, what was that, a month ago to talk about Scorpio season? Is that what you were talking I about? I guess it was already that long ago, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah time flies. Um, but I'll be on this Thursday. So uh, thank you as always for listening. We love you. And I believe Almy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. That's right. It's time for our little mini meditation moment of the show. Sit down or lie down. And if you would like to close your eyes, you can do so now. And together, we're going to take a very deep breath in through the nose now. And slowly release through the mouth. And one more slow deep breath in. And deep breath out. And last one, slow deep breath in. And slow deep breath out. Take this moment to release any tension you may be carrying in your body, like the shoulders, the jaw, the forehead back neck just release it and give yourself a nice pat on the back and thank you as always for listening we so appreciate your support and we'll talk to you again soon